So we are going to be doing some urban legends stories. So I hope you enjoy the spooky tingles. So we are going to start off with Fingernail Freddy. If the name of this creepy fellow sounds a bit like the main character from the Nightmare on Elm Street films, that may not be a coincidence. Legend has it that in the early 1800s, a recluse named Freddy lived in the Diamond Hill area of Cumberland, Rhode Island. And had a sick daughter he cared for. Some teenage boys thought to play a joke on him by setting a wood pile on fire. But the fire spread quickly and soon burned down the house and a barn. The man tried to save his daughter, but she died in the fire and he was badly burned on the face and other parts of his body. There was no justice for Freddy, though, because a court ruled that the fire was an accident and the boys never meant to harm him. They were allowed to go free, but Freddy swore they would receive justice. About a year later, one of the boys didn't show up for school one day. His body was later found. His throat was torn out. And his body was ripped as if by claws. Soon after, the other boys ended up dead in the same way. Everyone suspected Freddy. And sure enough, they found him trying to sneak out of the cellar of his burned out home, which had survived and was hidden by a trapdoor. Freddy seemed crazed and was covered in blood, but the real shocking thing was that he had grown out of his fingernails to sharp points so that they became claw-like weapons that he used to kill the boys with. A group of people seized him and hung him then and there. Apparently, someone later cut down the body and buried it next to his daughter's. The amazing thing is that the story, or some version of it, it's true. There's really... There really is a burned foundation for a house just where the story says there is. The legend part of it comes, of course, from people who have seen and heard since then. The ghost of Freddy is said to haunt the woods and is blamed for mysterious deaths, disappearances, and all the things you would imagine an evil ghost would do. People who have tried to take photos of the ruins have had the pictures not come out, even in daylight. 
others have claimed to hear ghostly voice ordering them to get off my land. Others say the area just feels off, like something nearby doesn't want anyone else around. But this doesn't stop people from going up the ruins, even at night, to see if they can lure out the ghost of Freddy and experience the haunting for themselves. Would you be brave enough to walk out to Freddy's home at night? The Legend of Hugging Molly Many people who grew up in Abbeville, Alabama, know that it's unwise to go out after dark unless you want to risk a very scary encounter. Hugging Molly, as she's known, is a loco something or other, maybe a forest, a ghost, or a phantom, and she's not shy about approaching wayward children and adults and giving them the scare of their lives. She is said to wander after dark wearing dark clothing and a wide-brimmed hat and true to her name, grasping onto any mortal nearby, holding the person tight and screaming into their ear. Strangely, she doesn't do anything else and doesn't try to hurt the unwary, but a terrible fright and maybe a little ringing in the ear are more than enough. Legend says that she is the ghost of a young woman who lost her infant child. She was so overcome with sadness that even after death, she seeks out children to hold on to wailing her grief into their ears. This may be why she never harms any child she grabs. She's just so lonely and wants to reach out to someone, anyone. If so, that's a very sad story. Another version of the legend says that Molly was a school teacher who now tries to keep children safe by scaring them enough to get them home as fast as possible. Admit it, if you were hugged by Molly, you'd probably flee as fast as you could. Molly is a beloved urban legend in the town, and a restaurant in Abel is even named for her. The Locos are proud of their hugging ghost and want to share the legend with anyone who will hear it. The owner of the restaurant says that when he was a boy, his friend's father told him that he had been hugged by Molly, and that was enough to convince the boys to be home before dark. Does Molly really exist? Who knows? Just be careful about wandering around. Abel after dark. An unexpected find after a forest fire. 
Every summer, California has a terrible problem with forest fires. Any time from June to as late as November can bring hot, dry weather with it, the risk of fires, and it can cause terrible damage to the woods as well as houses and whole towns in an effort to stop them from spreading. Firefighters have to try all sorts of things. Several years ago, after a fire had been put out, the fire department was going through the area looking for hot spots and places where small fires might still be burning. They found something they didn't expect. The body of a man burnt in the fire. But what was he wearing was strange. He had, he had on a full diverse wetsuit, including mask, flippers, and an oxygen tank. The authorities were completely baffled by this and couldn't figure out why a diver would have gone out in the middle of a forest fire. An autopsy showed that the diver had actually died of internal injuries not burns or smoke inhalation. They were able to identify who it was. His identity was kept secret from the public out of respect. And they figured out what had happened in an effort to fight the blaze. The state fire department sent a group of helicopters to the ocean, some 20 miles to scoop up water and huge buckets to be dumped over the site of the fire and help put out the flames. Apparently, the man had been out diving and had accidentally been scooped up in one of these buckets and carried all the way to the fire where he was dumped to the ground with the water, which killed him. The department was mortified and the whole thing was a scandal that made the news and was talked about for years, except that it's not true. This story has been around since at least the 1980s and has been set both in California and in France, where the helicopters reportedly flew 20 kilometers to the water rather than 20 miles Although helicopters really do fly water to fire sites, the water sucked up through a hose, not held in a big bucket. No one who came from the ocean has ever been found in the aftermath of a fire. Another version even claims it was a fisherman still holding to his fishing pole. The Choking Doberman. A woman was working late one night and returned home to a worrying sight. Her dog, a Doberman, was in distress, in a distressed state. He seemed to be choking, gasping for air. She panicked and immediately put the dog in her car and rushed to an emergency veteran hospital. The doctor examined the dog but couldn't see anything wrong and told her that he would perform attracting the enemy and 
incision in the dog's neck and put breathing tubes down the animal's throat to help it breathe. He explained that this would help, but that she might find it a bit upsetting to watch. He told her to go home and that he would call her later with an update. So she did. The dog would stay, stay overnight and be treated. When she arrived home, her phone was already ringing. She answered and it was the vet. He said that her dog would be fine, but that she needed to get out of the house right away, go to a neighbor's house and call the police. When she asked why, he simply repeated that she needed to get out because her house might not be safe. So she did, as he asked, and went to a neighbor to call the police. So, why did the vet call so soon? It turned out that when he inserted tubes down the dog's throat, he found three human fingers lodged in there, which is what was causing the animal to have terrible breathing. The vet assumed the dog might have bitten off fingers of an intruder who might still be there. Sure enough, when the police arrived and searched the house, they found the would-be burglar hiding in a closet and almost unconscious. His coat wrapped around one hand to try to stop the bleeding where his three fingers were missing. This is one of the classic urban legends and has appeared countless times, at least from the 1960s. It plays on the intruder still in the house theme. It makes for a good unnerving tell about whether you are actually safe in your own home. In this case, the brave Doberman may have saved his owner's life. Counting to help you sleep or something much worse. A teenager, Robin, wanted to have a sleepover party with friends. She invited several, but only one was able to come over. Or maybe only one wanted to. Some strange stories were circulating in the neighborhood about people seeing something mysterious and evil wandering the streets after dark. Maybe the other girls believed it and didn't want to take the risk. In any case, one friend did come over, and the two spent a few hours having the kinds of fun that people do at sleepovers. Robin's parents went to sleep before midnight and told them not to stay up too late, and they promised they wouldn't. They set up sleeping bags in the living room and got snacks and told each other gossip and scary stories until... It was late. They finally decided to turn in, so out went the lights. After a few minutes, Robin heard some rustling and movement, and then a voice whispering, One, two, three, four, five, and so on. 
She assumed it was her friend counting sheep or something to try to get her to sleep, which was understandable. She closed her eyes and ignoring the counting drifted off to sleep herself. Something woke her up a few hours later. Maybe it was more rustling or some other sounds, but Robin heard that whispering and it was still going, except now the numbers were much higher. 5,403, She couldn't understand why her friend was still counting, and it was so mixed. She reached over to a small table and turned on the lights. She saw her friend lying dead with her head cut off. Sitting beside her was a figure and a hooded robe. Face hidden, slowly pulling one hair at a time from the head, counting each one as it did so. This horrifying story is another intruder's tale, this one about some kind of evil supernatural killer that sneaks into houses and does unspeakable things. The story is often told by someone who claims to be one of the girls who didn't go to sleepover, thus narrowly escaping death at the hands of a supernatural friends. The story doesn't usually say what happened to the teenager who hosted the sleepover or who the robed murderer who likes to count hair is, but maybe that's just as well. The deadly doll. Lacey was given a doll as a present from her parents. It had belonged to a very old great aunt who had recently passed away and her parents thought it might make a nice family heirloom. Truth is, Lacey hated it, and she'll never liked the great aunt either. There was something about the doll's face, its eyes. They were very black, and they always seemed to be looking at her, spying on her. Lacey felt like the doll watched her as she moved around the bedroom and seemed angered by her presence. The doll's name was Annabella, and Lacey decided that she had to accept the gift and not seem ungrateful. Still, she didn't want to keep the doll in her room and instead put it in a cupboard under the stairs that night as she was falling asleep she heard a sound from the foot of the stairs like a door opening then she heard shuffling noises and the sound of something being dragged or dragging itself across the floor downstairs and then tiny little footsteps which came to a stop. Lacey, a voice whispered, I'm on the first step. After that, there were sounds of it shuffling away, maybe back into the cupboard. Lacey was terrified and didn't sleep for the rest of the night. The following morning, when she told her mother what she'd heard, her mom told her it was just a bad dream. But the next night, she heard the sounds 
again, only they lasted longer. And this time the voice said, Lacey, I'm on the fifth step. Lacey was terrified and told her mother in the morning. Then she wanted to get rid of the doll, but her mother wouldn't let her, insisting that it was a gift and what her great aunts wanted. Lacey checked the cupboard again, and there was Annabella lying where Lacey had put her two days ago. Maybe it was just her imagination. Still, that night, she wanted to sleep with her door closed which her parents thought her a deal. But later on, she was woken up again by shuffling sounds. And that same voice, Lacey, I'm on the top step. Lacey didn't know what to do, but she didn't want to stay in her bedroom. So she opened her bedroom door. Her parents found her the following morning, lying at the bottom of the stairs, dead. Her neck, was broken and she was clutching Annabella. In their grief, her parents assumed that she must have slept in the dark, but they didn't understand why the cupboard under the stairs was open. They buried Lacey with the doll unknowingly, ensuring that the murderer's doll would never harm anyone else again. This is another great creepy tale of the intruding supernatural type. The idea of evil possessed dolls is just horrifying. Horrifying, isn't it? Alright, so that's the end of part one, Urban Legends. So I will be doing a part two. So stick by and stay tuned. And also, wanted to an extent an arm and such um if you ever do need a friend to talk to about absolutely anything you know where to find me um i have my link in my description box um it is sevencups.com slash mm barbie h so yeah so i just want to extend that arm to you and let you know that you are never alone and you are so amazing and so beautiful and I'm always here for you as friends. So don't forget <laughs> to check that out and um, thank you for listening to me and I hope you enjoy this ASMR <laughs> um, kind of like it's more more ASMR, I would say, for sure. Um, so, um, yes, I hope you enjoyed it. And I hope you sleep well and have a great week and weekend. And, um, yeah, so, also do you want to say that I love you all. And thank you all so much, too, for always supporting me and just being amazing. So, thank you and love you all. And, yeah. Until then, I'll see y'all in the next one. Adios.